Western United, can they find something here? Big chance, Barisha! He's done it again! And it's a goal! Unbelievable! What about this? Dylan Perez! His first touch of the game! Sanchez! Western United do claim the three points! And Diamante again! Oh, he's done it! Twice! He's chipped a keeper! Presented by Simmons. It's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio. There are few better feelings in football than scoring a last-minute winner. But that's exactly what our next guest experienced over the weekend. 92nd minute against Melbourne City in an A-League MPL 3 derby. And what does he do? Puts it away, sends the bench into raptures and uh, sends Western United home with the three points, 2-1. Jake Nadovsky is our guest. Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. It's our absolute pleasure, mate. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and uh, how you got into football first, and then how you got to Western United. Yeah, well, um, I started playing I started playing footy when I was uh, young. I played Auskick. My dad enrolled me, and then um, wow. from there... Primary school, just always playing soccer. All my mates love soccer. And then sort of fell in love with the sport. Um, and then started juniors at Spring Hills, a local club. It's close by to George's where we train now. And, um, yeah, from there went into NPL at Hume City. Had a year at Melbourne Victory in the development squad. Um, and then from there got picked up by one of my school coaches to go to Melbourne City. Had a, had a couple of years there. Um, and then my last year, Anthony Frost coached me um, and then moved over to, to Western in the under-21s through Vaughan Coveney. Well, I'm getting I'm going to get back to that, uh, obviously, that previous stint working under Anthony at a different club, one who you uh, may or may not have scored against this weekend. But I want to go back to the, to the actual, you know, dig a little bit deeper into that actual journey through it because you've given us an overview and... Obviously, I think a, a lot of young players, I think, have, have got that story of being uh, claimed by Auskick very early doors. You know, they, they like to get their claws into you, really. Uh, <laughs> we got footy, one back. Yeah. Footy at the early level. It's always <laughs> great to get one back. But um, obviously, your journey into the, the game at the level you are has, has come from being genuinely passionate about the sport and enjoying playing with your mates. At what point mm. did it go from just something that you were having fun doing you know, with your mates to, oh, this is actually quite serious. I'd, I'd actually quite like to, you know, take this seriously, become a professional. When did that sort of um, goal and mindset shift for you? Was there a specific moment? Um, I don't feel like there was a moment where, you know, that sort of happened. I feel like it gradually, you know, got stronger as, mm. I, as I started to love the sport more. Um, but I feel like when I went to, to Melbourne Victory uh, in that development squad is when it started getting serious. Because, um, you know, it's a big club. It's an A-League club. So I thought, you know, I've got a good chance here. Why not give it a crack? Absolutely. And uh, scoring against your, your former side must have been sweet on the weekend. Let's yeah. let's go through. Let's capture the moment. What was going through your mind as the ball was cut back to you in the box? Um, I was I was gassed, you know. We, we had a big game. It was intense. Um, and the ball sort of, you know, bobbled out to me. It was a good ball by Seba, and then I just gave it everything I had, whacked it, found a corner, and um, took it. Took a bit of deflection, but uh, as soon as the ball nestled in, we just, you know, it was wild scenes. We went crazy, and, and it was a great moment. 
How, how did you uh, manage? Obviously, we, we've seen the video footage of you you're celebrating afterwards. What was going through your mind internally? Because, like, it's a hard thing to score against a club that you used to play for. Because, obviously, especially in the 90th minute, we've seen mm-hmm. some players, you know, over the years, uh, you know, throw up the hands. We've seen others run down to the opposition fans and do a big old knee slide. What was going through your mind in, in that moment? Um, I said to my dad, I said to him at the start of the game that if, if I was to score that I wouldn't celebrate. <laughs> but but um, I, the emotions got to me. It was 92nd minute. And, yeah, I couldn't hold back. I just sprinted straight to the – we had a bit of fans. and We had some fans on the side there. So I went straight to them. And, and I was going for a knee slide. But last second, I pulled out and just went slid on my back. And next thing I know, there was about five, six bodies on me. So <laughs> it was amazing. Well, I think you made the right choice, mate. You do, you want to celebrate those moments. Uh, only thing is, yeah. you know, you made yourself a target going prone on the on, prone on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> of course, absolutely. So, uh, if people haven't seen you play before, how would you describe your game? Like, first off, what position do you play, and and what kind of a style of player are you? Yeah, um, well, I'm a striker. Uh, it's my preferred position. It's where I play most. Um, but I can play anywhere really in the front line, left wing, right wing, as a 10. I've, I played 10 on the weekend, first half, and then went to striker. So position-wise, anywhere really attacking. But um, the, char- uh, the characteristics I have, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm passionate, I'm confident, um, and I'm a finisher. I love, I love to score goals. So it's what I, that's why I'm a striker, I guess, and it's what I do best. Well, I mean, you describe yourself as a finisher, and I don't think anything proves that more than three goals in your opening three games. I mean, especially considering, you know, having to miss a bit of that uh, season last year, obviously. You mm. must be absolutely wrapped to uh, hit the ground running in the way that you have. Yeah, it's, it's always good. Like, you aim for, you aim to start the season strong as a striker because you want to be flowing with confidence. You want to you wanna be having a good run of form, and, and I'm thankful to have that these first three rounds. So um yeah it's it's good to it's good to start the the season with confidence and and some goals to add to it. Absolutely. And and what kind of feedback have you been getting from Anthony Frost? You got a prior relationship with him from Melbourne City. Hmm. Um Frosty Frosty's really good, you know, cuz you can have a chat with him for whatever you want. Um and he's really good on on the tactical side of the game. So he's been working with me all pre-season with with that sort of stuff and the jump from 21s into the seniors. Um, he's been helping me with, you know, bigger bodies and stuff like that. So it's good. It's good to to have him as a mentor again, and and he's given all the boys belief and and confidence into the season because we want to be aiming for promotion like last year. What do you think is like the biggest lesson you've you've learned from Anthony? Because obviously he's had a big impact on you. You know, coming across from one yeah. club to another with him. Is it just that sort of physical side helping you to? Um, you know, build up the, the body a little bit more or, or what is it? Um, confidence. He's, he's told me that as a striker, you, you need confidence um, because if, as a striker, if, you're not, if you don't have confidence and you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to score goals and stuff like that. So that's one thing I've taken into from pre-season. I've taken it straight into round one, you know, to have the confidence, to have the belief in myself that, you know, I can put the ball in the net. And so far, it's, it's worked out all right. Absolutely. Uh, we saw your teammates to beat James score on the weekend as well. Fantastic goal. What kind of a relationship have you developed with him on on and off the pitch? Um, yeah, I mean, we we have we have good banter off the pitch. This is my first year I've, I've played with him, so 
But um, when it when it comes to getting serious and the game day, it gets serious. So it's it's good, um, and we've we've developed some good chemistry, like I said, through preseason, and it's taken us straight into to round one. And he's really the dream the dream that a striker wants. You want a winger that's that's quick. He, he's a good dribbler, and he knows when to get the ball in the box. And from then, it's easy for me. I just got to put it away. It's it's interesting that point you make about the sort of flicking of the switch between like being serious and having a joke and a laugh like you kind of need both to make a good team and I think that the senior the senior side would say say the same thing but like how how do you find that balance like how do you manage to to transition between those two modes as easily as you do is it just like you walk into the change room you know lose yourself by Eminem is playing I presume and and that's that's I don't when know if the kids listen to that oh, yeah, anymore no, I'm sorry I don't, I don't know music these days 22 you know I've lost touch um, lost touch with the year no no we get but, around um, Eminem um, well, I'm got, that's but, a relief to know but how, how do you uh, transition from that serious mode or from yeah. the uh, like fun into serious I, I feel like you know as a as a professional footballer now as as we all trying to aspire to be um you know when to flick the switch you know you know when it's it's banter time and you know when it's time to get serious and and game day is definitely one of those times to get serious um and i feel like it just comes naturally now for everyone everyone knows when it's time Mm. the other thing about your move obviously across to western united clearly as we've mentioned anthony's had a big impact but another thing that interests me about it is something you mentioned before that you know your your junior club when you're playing at Spring Hills is obviously right around the corner from from Georgie's. Is that? I guess what I'm driving at is is that chance to play and represent a club not just at junior level but at senior level who you know represents the area that you're you're from of you yeah. grown up at. Is that something that not just inspired you move but also motivates you to take things as seriously as you do and, and play as well as you have? Yeah, hundred um... percent. You know, it's the area I've, I've grown up in. All my mates live close by and stuff like that. So, you know, it's the west of Melbourne. It's where I'm from and, and I just want to score goals and, and, and play well for the team. Well, we're delighted you've uh, you've seen the light and come back home, mate. Uh, what about <laughs> uh, other football? Do you follow anyone in the Premier League? I, a little birdie tells me you might be a Liverpool fan. Ever told you that's right, Liverpool fan, yeah. All right, well, Jake, it's been lovely to have you on, but uh, that, that's probably where we're going to have to leave it for the evening. Sorry. Uh, no, more. no, no. Were you, uh, were you up watching the Champions League this morning? No, nah, I was my sleeping this morning, so I had a sleeping. But uh, I'll be up Monday for Manchester City and Liverpool. Fair enough. From the sounds of things, Jake, you've definitely earned a, earned a sleep in or two. I, I actually I want to ask you a question that uh, Josh always, always loves to ask young players in this program, but I'm going to steal it from him because it is a good one. Um, obviously you're a Liverpool fan, you watch a lot of their games. Is there a particular player, and it doesn't have to be from Liverpool, it can be another club in another league that you watch that you really take a lot of inspiration from yourself as an individual and like to model yourself off? Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like I take a bit bits from every sort of, you know, different strikers and players around the world and then try to put it in my own game. But if, if I was to pick one player that I've taken a lot of inspiration from, it'd probably be Luis Suarez especially in his prime at Liverpool, you know. He had a, a lot of good characteristics that a striker needs and I've taken a lot of um, a lot of those and, and put them into my game. And you can always bite a few chunks out of the opposition players if they're giving you a hard time. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> no, we don't condone that sort of thing, of course. <laughs> no, I mean, Luis Suarez, you know, he's 
uh, he was the ultimate forward, of course, in those those peak Liverpool years in at Barcelona as well. Mm. But he also had a habit of uh, of needling opposition defenders when the <laughs> ball was up the other end of the pitch. Is that something you, you get into at all, or do you do you chat to the opposition centre backs during games? I have a little nibble, but not talking. Uh, just talking, not biting. <laughs> That's very very good, good, answer. good answer. Very good answer. <laughs> So obviously you've started the season about as well as as any young striker could hope to, and the team as well has has been off to a flying start. What what's your ambition and your aim for the remainder of the season? Is it just to to keep the good times rolling, pretty much? Um, no, we'll, we'll definitely be going for promotion and and to even winning the league. Um, as soon as Anthony Frost, you know, came in as as a as a senior coach, he was installing that into into us, letting us know that we're not going to settle for anything anything else apart from promotion and, and coming first. So I feel like straight away from the team, round one, I feel like that's why we've got to such a good start because we all know what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish by the end of the year. And for you in, uh, as an individual, Jake, obviously the, the, the team is the focus and any player will say that regardless of whether it's true or not. But, you know, you, you've presumably got a... a a number, a figure for goals and assists that maybe you set in a season, and you, you're already on track to uh, maybe maybe breaking that. Do you have to revise your goals at this point, or, or how do you look at things from an individual level in terms of what you want to achieve? Um, individually, I'd probably go for twenty plus goals Whoa, by the end yeah. of the season. Look, it, you're off there to you a good go. start. He's a you're off to a young good man. start. I, I love like it. it. I love it. Yeah. Well, clearly, all the. Clearly, all the Anthony Frost uh, confidence lessons have uh, have done enough already, Jake. <laughs> well, your next victim, uh, Box Hill United, on on Friday night at, at Wembley Park, always a good place to go yeah. and play. Uh, how have you been yeah. preparing for that one? Um, it's been a short turnaround because we played sun, uh, Sunday, mm. and then we we had Monday, which was just a recovery session. But Tuesday, we got straight into things. We had a tactical session, uh, analysis, um, and just preparing for Box Hill. And then Thursday, we'll just yeah, tomorrow we we'll be doing the same and then Friday game. So we prepared well. Um everyone's doing the right things recovery wise and preparation wise, reviewing them. So we'll try to get the three points again. Well, if anyone wants to get down, Friday night, seven thirty PM kickoff at Wembley Park in Box Hill. Uh, cracking chicken souver over there as well. It's, it one, is of, one of uh, Lockie and I's favorite yeah. favorite MPO destinations. So every reason for the fans to get around it, but uh, also to go and watch young Jake Nadovsky do his thing. Jake, thank you so much for joining us and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you so much for having me, guys.